Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. The Zone. Farm goddess, agricultural princess, queen of all that moves. Nah, let's stick with farm babe. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Another hot, sticky day on the way across the state of Wisconsin. Good morning, everyone. Farm Director Pam Youngke, glad you're starting your day with us. This is always about as comfortable as we're going to get. No exceptions made for today. Sunshine, it's going to be a beautiful day to look at, but if you have to be out in it, you're going to need to be careful. 85 are expected high, but that doesn't speak to the heat indexes that are likely to climb near 100 degrees. Tomorrow, sunshine and 88. Friday, sunshine and 88. Now they're calling for partly cloudy skies on Saturday. Possibility of an afternoon thunderstorm or shower on Saturday, 86 the expected high. And then again, a possibility of midday rain on Sunday, 86 our expected high. Stumacher, Ag Meteorologist, has weather details. And we're talking with Angie Horkin from the Wisconsin Beef Council. They had a busy, busy week last week at Wisconsin Farm Technology Days. And now they're preparing for a busy school session, trying to help kids understand the value of beef. She explains. Rural Mutual Insurance is a proud sponsor of the Wisconsin State Fair. As a thank you for your support, they're giving away State Fair tickets. Visit RuralMutual.com win and enter to win State Fair tickets. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. BioVet microbial and nutritional supplements are formulated by their own staff veterinarian. Their focus on technology, research, and innovation ensures that your livestock receive live microbials and the absolute best nutritional ingredients to support all stages of health, growth, production, and reproduction. When you think healthy livestock, think BioVet and let them help you grow your profits. Call today, 1-800-BIOVET1 or find them online at bio-vet.com. We need you and your rain gauge. It's time for the Rural Mutual Rainfall Report, and we need you to text your rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. Be sure and include your name and where you're reporting from, because every month we'll pick a winner that will get a digital weather station, courtesy of the Midwest Farm Report and Rural Mutual Insurance. Premiums paid here, stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. Whether it's the sound of the carnival or the taste of the cotton candy or your first blue ribbon, we all have memories of the fair. Here's your chance to share those stories in our Everybody Has a Fair Story contest. The Midwest Farm Report is teaming up with the Wisconsin Association of Fairs to offer cash prizes for your fair stories. Entries are being accepted all summer long and there is no limit, so tell us all of your stories. To enter and see full contest details, visit MidwestFarmReport.com. Now is the time to start thinking about farm safety before harvest jumps on us. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Allison Lund. John Schutzke is a farm health and safety specialist with UW Extension and a professor in biological systems engineering. He's also well-versed in farm machinery, fire prevention, and safety. John tells us more about the fire dangers that arise with machinery. 
the most fires and also the most costly fires happen on the bigger harvesting equipment. That could be a forage harvester and most definitely combines because with a grain combine, you usually are talking about things that are quite dry, very desirable to combine a a dry crop. Um, And the causes in many cases include, well, we have to look at two things. We have to look at like what is the material that first gets ignited. In the case of any harvester, it's most often crop residue. The crop residue can obviously is flying around. We're in the middle of a dry crop. And so that's probably the biggest one. One of the things that we know also is that many times these crop residue fires then end up transmitting into a fuel line or maybe they find some oil that's leaked out from an engine compartment or an engine area. And if that happens and if we get a tire involved, a rubber tire, you know, on a big piece of machinery, it's almost always going to be a total loss. The causes are many. Um, A big cause, obviously, when you're operating a big, you know, hundreds of horsepower machine through the field, you're necessarily generating a lot of heat. And so it's that heat from the engine. It could be an exhaust manifold, a muffler, even just the engine surfaces themselves. And a big one is turbochargers. If you have a turbocharger and and it is close to proximity to dry crop material or, again, leaked out, oil or other types of petroleum products, or if you have something like a hydraulic hose rupture, you have an inferno. So there are a lot of different things. Anytime we bring a fuel source close to a heat source on a harvester, we're going to have a fire. I should also say, Allison, that it's not just harvesters. Occasionally, we will see tractor fires, although they're probably not as common as that dry harvest condition that we see here in Wisconsin. So it sounds like crop residues and heat are really the perfect combination for this type of situation. Is there anything else that can pose a fire threat? Yeah, I know we talked a little bit prior. Um, uh, One of the things that happens from time to time, and I think the industry has done a good job of remedying this to some extent, but the other thing that can happen, I think we've all experienced this like in our cars or pickup truck where you have, you blow a fuse. And in some cases on a large piece of machinery, if you are blowing fuses or circuit breakers or you have any type of electrical issue, for example, if you see lights flickering or you have an intermittent short circuit, we do know that electricity uh, flowing, you know, current moving through the wires on a large combine can, in fact, arc and cause a fire because of the high heat when you have the resistance from, a again, a, a worn wire Uh, Perhaps somebody has put in too big of a fuse because they keep blowing that fuse. So electrical fires are not terribly uncommon. Um, Electrical fires are difficult because sometimes it's really tough to diagnose where the problem is. And one of the things that I always recommend, unless you're a, a guru with, you know, electrical circuits and you really understand how your combine is wired, and where all those sources are that you could potentially be having a short circuit or other type of damage, you probably need to see a dealer or a mechanic who can diagnose the the electronics and the electrical parts of your system. So, yeah, electricity can be a, a cause of fire. Well, and that can be a scary situation. And, you know, so many people might think this isn't going to happen to me, but how prevalent are these fires? 
You know, that's a really good question. We Currently, we don't have great data. Um, I do, because I've done a lot of work historically going back more than 30 years, I've looked at about 12,000 burned machines. So anytime, anytime somebody has a combine catch on fire, they go to Google and they find me and, and I learn about it. So it does seem like, like I get reports of a lot of these fires. We don't have a good sense right now of how many machines burn in the field. I can tell you this, Allison, if I go back uh, 10 or 20 years, there were particular makes and models of combines, especially combines, that during their lifetime probably had a 20 to 50% chance of literally burning to the ground. And I guess I want to I want to commend the machinery industry because they really have done a great job of thinking about the electrical system, thinking about making sure that everything is well protected. If you're running wires, uh, you know, a, a big combine has got a lot of electricity, a lot of electrical and electronic components. So they've done a great job of running wires through conduits, uh, protecting them from like rodent damage and wear. And I think our machinery industry has also done a great job of eliminating the like horizontal surfaces where you would tend to collect more crop residue. And then they also have done a great job of moving a lot more air. These big machines generate a ton of heat. So you need to move that heat out. So the fan systems and the cooling systems are much better designed than they were a couple of decades ago. But in terms of the prevalence today, I would hope, I would say that the number is probably uh, less than 5% chance in any given year um, for an individual machine. However, that probability increases dramatically if people are not paying attention to prevention. And I'm glad that you bring up prevention. What are some of those measures that farmers can be taking now in the off season, but also regularly throughout the year to make sure that these fires don't happen? Yeah, great question. And and I think, you know, here we are in the month of July and, uh, you know, other people might be listening to this interview in, in August or another month. Like right now is a really great time window, especially when we look at harvesting equipment, right? Because we're typically talking about a lot of activity, a lot of activity in September, October and November. So here in the in the latter part of the summer, making sure to go through that combine or that forage harvester with a fine tooth comb. Again, if you have any concerns about electricity, if you've had arcing, if you've had um, lights flickering or some type of like unpredictable short circuits and you can't quite figure it out, it's really important that you get that fixed. The other thing is to go through your machine with uh, air compressor, uh, the right type of uh, protective equipment, safety glasses, and hopefully a dust mask, and get everything blown off, get all of those horizontal surfaces clean of crop residue. And then as you're cleaning off all that crop residue, the straw and the chaff and the plant material, also be looking for places where you might have a leaking fuel line or oil line or hydraulic system you know, some type of a a leaking seal or a hole someplace or a a connection that needs to be tightened because it's that combination, again, of the crop residue plus the liquid petroleum products that can really fuel a fire big time. So cleanliness, you know, what did we used to say? Cleanliness is like godliness or whatever. It's the same with fires and machinery. The cleaner you can get that thing, the better. But that doesn't mean if you do all this work now in July or August, uh, during the harvest season itself, depending on conditions, a lot of machines have to be blown out daily or at least every couple days to make sure that you're continuously uh, keeping that thing clean. It is a challenge 
as we all know, Wisconsin, we've got this really limited window of a couple months of good harvest conditions. So people often don't want to take those extra 15 minutes or 30 minutes to make sure you're doing that preventive maintenance during the season. But in this case, it can mean the difference between, you know, a productive season or losing, you know, upwards of a $750,000 machine. And you don't want to have that happen during the heart of the harvest season. John Chutsky, Farm Health and Safety Specialist with UW Extension, with a look at how farmers can take some time now to prevent machinery fires down the road. Remember, taking those extra moments during harvest to clean equipment could be the difference between a successful harvest and lost equipment. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Allison Lund. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. When it comes to custom jewelry, get to know your Denny's jeweler. The way Denny's works custom is based on emotions and it's based on the clients, what they are feeling and wanting and looking for. And eventually it evolves into this piece of art. I'm Nick Denny. Come meet the entire Denny's family at Denny's Jewelers. We give you the tools, knowledge, and income so you can take your career however far you want to take it. I'm Wynn Davies. W.E. Davies and Sundra Modeling is now hiring carpenters, lead carpenters, boycott a stale career. We want you to take on a fresh perspective to your path in life. We're a local family business offering services from handyman fixes to living space upgrades. You can be your next team player to deliver stunning, transformative results. Visit wedaviesremodeling.com. It's Preston from Window World. Summer is here, and with it, the hot air. Don't let other companies add to it. We won't lure you in with buy one, get one, or half-off installation. Not Window World, not ever. We offer a no-pressure consultation with straightforward, fair pricing. None of that, if you sign today, or let me call my manager nonsense. Professionally installed at an everyday low price. You know who tells a great story? Our Tom's Auto Center customers, like Blake, who recently gave us a five-star review. It reads, I appreciated the emailed estimate and text message communication about the repairs. Thanks, Blake. Schedule your appointment, tomsautocenter.com. We'll make sure you get five-star service. Tom's Auto Center. Off Highway 51 in McFarland, a stone's throw from McDonald's. Because we know your barn smells like money. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Boy, and the smells, everything amplified when you've got the heat and the humidity rolling in like we will today. Kind of a dangerous day on the way for anybody that's got to be working outside. Let's talk about it. Time for a Comp Your Financial Ag Weather Update. Stu Muck, our ag meteorologist along with us. Yeah, another one of those uh, hot, sticky, typical July kind of days. Yeah, that's kind of it, Pam. Maybe not quite as hot as yesterday. I mean, we had 92 at La Crosse yesterday, 87 officially at Madison. We may not be quite that warm, but it's still a very hot day, and there will be plenty of humidity with a cool front dropping southeast in Wisconsin today. That front lining up northeast to southwest in the state already through La Crosse and Moss. 
and it'll start pushing through uh, everybody to the east and south as we head toward midday and into the afternoon. And that's when we're going to be talking about uh, a little break from some of that activity. The radar indicating there are a few scattered showers curling around up in northwest Wisconsin, northeast Minnesota, the western tip of Lake Superior. That's about where that low pressure is, just north of Lake Superior. So that little rain curling around will stay off to the north. For the most part, we stay dry but warm and sticky today, cooling a little more overnight, not into tomorrow. That sounds a bit nicer, not quite so humid either, except another front will try to drop in from the north. Not that it's going to be very well organized, but it may be enough to bring around just a little bit of a wind shift again, heading on to Thursday night. And then as we look on toward Friday and the weekend, well, the temperatures warm a bit more back up into the mid 80s and better. And there will be some rain chances building in once again by later Friday or into Friday night. I think the most likely evening or time for us to see rain will be measurable is most likely late Saturday and into Saturday night. I'll have forecast details right after this. I've got some cheese curds that I'm willing to share. Then I want to ride that giant slide over there. So if you've got 11 days to spare, won't you come with me to the Wisconsin State Fair? Won't you come with me to the Wisconsin, the great state of Wisconsin State Fair? There's something for everyone. Wisconsin State Fair, presented by U.S. Cellular, August 4th through the 14th. It's time for a soybean update with John Gaska, research agronomist with UW Extension. Growers need to um, be aware of uh, label restrictions for the final herbicide applications that they'll be doing. Right now is probably the uh, around the, the end of the herbicide application season in general, especially with some of the uh, extend and enlist or Liberty Link type soybeans. Check your label, but basically around the R1 growth stage, the flowering stage is the end of the season for that. The next things that we'll be watching for, we'll be watching the weather and see how that might affect the incidence of white mold in soybeans. We have an app called Forecaster that was developed by the plant pathology department through the through a grant through the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board, and that can help predict whether you might or not, not have um, white mold in the field. So we'll be watching that. That's your soybean update brought to you by the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board. For more information, visit badgerbean.com. As a dairy farmer, you depend on your milk receiver pump. McFin Technologies of Kenosha introduces the impressive Bowpeller pump. It's quieter, there's lower maintenance, as the seals last much longer than your old milk receiver pump. It offers a more powerful cleaning cycle with higher velocities, and it doesn't degrade the quality of your milk. Ask your dealer for the Bowpeller Milk Receiver Pump, patented by McFenn Technologies, an American company committed to providing a better product for the dairy industry. All righty, let's get that forecast going then, Stu. All right, let's talk about some sunshine today. The Compere Financial Ag Weather Update features that sun. A few more clouds this afternoon in the east and south. Don't be worried by it. Mid-80s about the warmest will be with the west winds 5 to 15. There may be some gusts to 25 or 30. Overnight, we stay clear and a bit cooler mid-60s with the west winds at 5 to 15. Another sunny day Thursday, not too bad, but into the upper 80s. The west winds 5 to 15. That little front tries to drop in, may mean a sprinkle tomorrow afternoon in the east, and otherwise by Friday, mostly sunny and a slight rain chance in the afternoon or evening. Temps up in the mid-80s with the southwest winds at 5 to 10. 
More likely, Pam, I expect that Saturday night showers, even some thunderstorms will be rolling through. Well, we'll really probably appreciate them by the time we get to that stage. Unless you're harvesting wheat, thank you to Linda from Reeseville. She tells me they started uh, harvesting winter wheat and it was coming in at 11% moisture. That's a little bit drier than I was expecting for right now. Yeah, that sounds pretty dry already. That's okay, too, though. Why not? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, buddy. We'll catch up with you tomorrow and see what we've got ahead. All right. See you then. Stumacher, Ag Meteorologist, uh, with that uh, Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. Don't forget, Compure Financial is your financial partner. Committed to agriculture in rural America. You can visit compure.com. Find out more there. Also, don't forget, coming up, we are going to be talking about uh, how business has changed when it comes to auctioneering. Ashley Hewen from the Steffes Group caught up with me at Wisconsin Farm Technology Days last week. We are looking at one of the printed books that they used to kick out about every quarter. Today, it's all online. Stick around. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. There goes Pam Yonke across Wisconsin in her suburban truck. Thanks to DeKalb, constantly innovating products and technology to maximize crop protection, production, and yields. And from Blaine's Farm and Fleet, the original, authentic, still family-owned since 1955. Keep up with Pam at fabulousfarmbabe.net on Facebook and Twitter. Weather can have a significant impact on your lawn and landscape. Repairing it is as easy as having Kalani Topsoil deliver the perfect seed-friendly shredded blend of topsoil to smooth out your lawn, leaving you with the most eye-catching landscape in the neighborhood. Visit KalaniTopsoil.com, or you can simply pick it up at our awesome dirt-filled processing plant. Take it from a worm. Trust the guys who know good dirt. Kalani Topsoil. Now that's good dirt. Wisconsin Farm Bureau makes me a better advocate for agriculture because of the leadership development opportunities that I can participate in, specifically the Leadership Institute where you get to dive into the specifics of advocating for agriculture, policy development, and even more. WFBF.com. They work for you while you're working the farm. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. When it comes to vaping, the truth can get clouded. So let's make it clear. Vaping is not safe for kids, teens, or young adults. It's just not. Because vaping can put microscopic particles into your lungs. And dangerous things like metals and volatile organic compounds into your body. And nicotine, the same highly addictive substance found in regular cigarettes. Nicotine can harm a person's brain development through their mid-20s. Affecting learning, memory, attention, and impulse control and priming the brain for other addictions. Vaping products also come in kid-friendly flavors that can make them appealing to youth. And many kids also use other drugs, like marijuana, in vaping devices. With appealing flavors, high nicotine levels, and lots of promotion on social media. Many kids think vaping is harmless, but it's not. So talk to your kids about the risks of vaping, because when you talk, they hear you. For more information, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Tom Spitz and David Fink of Settlers Bank, where we know real life often falls outside the lines. So our bankers innovate to create non-traditional solutions. 
When you work with us, you're likely to find an immediate solution or plan for achieving your goals. To learn more, stop by or visit SettlersWI.com. Settlers Bank, timely decisions, people you know. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. If you came across a child struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes, their age, the way they speak? Would you recognize a 13-year-old boy who gets into fights at school, not because he's a boy, but because he's hungry? Or a two-year-old girl who cries all night, not because she's sick, but because she went to bed without enough to eat? Or maybe a nine-year-old boy who hopes a friend invites him to a sleepover, not for fun, just so he can have dinner. Or a 15-year-old girl who goes for walks over lunch, so her friends won't know she doesn't have anything to eat? I am the one in seven American children who struggle with hunger. Kids you pass by every day, but never knew were hungry. I am child hunger in America. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 food banks strong. A unique style of great country music. It's Cold Ford. With the outlaw southern sounds of the Lax. Performing live Sunday, August 14th at Ho-Junk Gaming, Wisconsin Dells. Tickets are on sale now through Ticketmaster. See a John Deere in the field, we can ride it. It's Cold Ford and the Lax. Sunday, August 14th at Ho-Junk Gaming, Wisconsin Dells. Your grown-up getaway. Must be 21 to attend the Cold Ford and Lax concert and to enter the gaming floor. Metal Roofing customers choose us because they don't want to worry about their roof anymore. There's no curling, it won't blow off, and you won't find granules in your gutters. It's one and done. It is the last roof you'll ever need. I'm Mike. And Mary Sweeta. Enjoy the long-lasting architectural strength and beauty of a Sweeta metal roof. S-W-I-T-A metalroofing.com. Sweeta metal roofing, the last roof you'll ever need. Which team has the easiest path to win its division? You have three entities. The Wisconsin Badger football team, the Green Bay Packers, or the Milwaukee Brewers, the NL Central, the NFC North, and Big Ten West. Pretty sure Ben and I will agree on who doesn't have the easiest. Would that be the Badgers? Yes. Yeah, we should probably hit that first. For those (laughs) that want to go out and talk down upon the Big Ten West and joke about how Wisconsin has a shoe into the Big Ten title game every year, first of all, they haven't won the West in three years. That's just painful to say, isn't it? It is. Second, they have formidable opponents up and down, minus a couple. I will accept that. It has been very impressive how they have not lost to some of them ever, like Purdue. And by ever, I mean in 16 years, mm-hmm. they have not lost to Purdue. Yet, when you look at teams like Purdue, Purdue has awesome wins against Ohio State. They have definitely had the ceiling to go beat great teams. Wisconsin just has not fallen flat against them. Nebraska. They've had some close games. They have had. Yeah. Very close games. Was it last year or two years ago when Indiana almost beat Ohio State? Uh, last year. 2020. 2020. And then. But almost away, is man. a strong. Well, wasn't it like in the 40s for each team? Yeah. yeah. Ohio State was always up a couple touchdowns. Yeah. But then Indiana scored the last one to make it like an eight Never point game. Never rooted for yeah. the Hoosiers harder. Yeah, but I I mean, you look at 
the schools like Purdue, Iowa's obviously been formidable. Them and Wisconsin have gone back and forth for the mm-hmm. most part. Uh, and I mean, I was gone to Big Ten title games and almost won one. Minnesota's been a co-champ. Minnesota. Yeah, they have the rings to prove it. <laughs> I mean, I don't remember them being in the Big Ten title game, but yeah, they have the rings to prove it. You can't say whatever you want about Minnesota. They are in a pretty good spot as a program. Yeah. I mean, they'd be in Wisconsin twice in four years or twice in three years. Twice in three years, I think. Twice Four years. in 17 years? 2018. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, take it back farther. Take it back farther. We don't want to give them that much credit. Yeah, come on. But my point is, at this point, they are definitely a formidable foe. Yeah. Nebraska's been a disaster. And, I mean, until they make a bowl game, you're not really going to look upon them with much respect as a team and what they could do. But still. What history did they make last year? Was it nine? Was it? They... They went one and eight in conference, and their scoring differential was zero. They beat Northwestern 49 to nothing and lost the eight games by a combined 49 points. Wild. Which is crazy. (laughs) Their only two-possession loss came against Ohio State. Very good Ohio State team. They lost by nine. So, so yeah, Wisconsin is not – they do not have the easiest path. I think we have to lay that out. They also get tough games in the Big Ten East when they cross over. Mm-hmm. This year, they get Ohio State, Michigan State, and Maryland. In the past, I obviously, we saw last year, Penn State and Michigan both beat them. Then Wisconsin beat Rutgers. But the Big Ten as a whole, very strong. The Big Ten West, stronger than people will give it credit for. This year, Purdue has the best quarterback in the division in Aiden O'Connell. I don't think their roster can really compete with Wisconsin, but they'll be formidable. Nebraska should be a good game, and I say that while also accepting it'll be Nebraska. And it's also be a at Nebraska, so it is. Uh, Wisconsin has to go to Iowa. Iowa's going to be the exact same team they've always been. Yeah, that's back to back to Iowa, then Nebraska too. Yeah, and then who else? I mean, Illinois is a disaster, but Bielema has them better than they've been. I guess at Camp Randall, they beat Penn State last year, but mm-hmm. Wisconsin should have no trouble with them. And Northwestern, I mean, every even year. Well, that grass is so long there, it's hard to run. They're it's like the San Francisco Giants. And no. the gray, just the gray overcast. And the dreary stadium. It's so, such a crappy day. And no one's ever there. It's so, <laughs> just lulls you to sleep. Actually, most of the time, it's away fans there. Yeah. Okay, well, let me ask you guys. Who, in your opinion, is going to win the Big Ten West? If I had to, Wisconsin's the favorite. I would pick Wisconsin if I had to guess today. RJ? Yeah, I'd go with that. What we're talking about, it's hard. We are. But. Because there are five teams that can win the West. I guess this, this is up against, though, in the Twitter poll, and what we're talking about, up against the Packers and the NFC North and the Brewers and the NL Central. Are you including Nebraska in the five teams, or are you saying Illinois? There is a situation where Nebraska does. Okay. I think they are the least likely. Their yeah. odds are the second highest, which is just the natural Nebraska bump. Yeah. But Wisconsin's number one. Well, about Minnesota, a month ago, they were the highest. Yeah, which is ridiculous. <laughs> Minnesota, I think, has a legitimate shot to win the West this well, year. Okay. If you've ever driven a tractor, you are her friend. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Speaking of those tractor drivers, don't forget Saturday is my annual Farm Babe Boogie Tractor Parade in conjunction with the Dane County Fair. Anybody that's got a tractor is welcome to join us. Just have that tractor unloaded and ready to parade by 11 a.m. Saturday morning behind the Alliant Energy Center Expo Hall in that back parking lot. We'll parade. I'll buy you lunch courtesy of the Dane County Pork Producers and Stoughton FFA alumni. 
admission to the fair, and then you'll be able to load up and be on your way about 12.30, 1 o'clock. I found out yesterday we are also giving every tractor driver a special gift this year, a little memento that you'll be able to hang up in the farm office or put on your desk. So please plan on joining us Saturday morning for the Farm Bay Boogie Tractor Parade, the back parking lot behind the Alliant Energy Center Expo Hall. Have that tractor ready to roll by 11 a.m. I'm Pam Yankee. Really glad you're along with us. Today is the 20th day of July. On this day in 1976, Hank Aaron hits a record home run, his 755th and last home run at Milwaukee County Stadium against the California Angels. That happened on this day back in 1976. On this day in 1984, Vanessa Williams was asked to resign as Miss America because of nude photos that got published. And on this day in 1994, former NFL runner, broadcaster, actor O.J. Simpson offered $500,000 reward for evidence of his ex-wife's killer. And on this day back in 1994, by the way, keeping it NFL, happy birthday to Tom Brady's better half, Giselle Bunchen turns 42 today. And now you know. It is a Wednesday. Time for us to catch up with our friends from the Steffes Group, S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com. I visited with Ashley Hewen from the Steffes Group at Wisconsin Farm Technology Days last week, and uh, he said it remains very, very busy for the Steffes Group all summer long. And uh, the way that they serve their clients today versus just a few years ago with a lot of printed materials, boy, that's making a difference. Yeah, it really is. You know, our, our tech team just grows by leaps and bounds every day. Uh, the cost of web hosting, all that stuff, just for the amount of traffic that comes in. When you start talking 60 million page views and yeah. things like that, I mean, it's a whole animal unto itself. You know, and back in the day, <laughs> when I was a kid, you were limited by whoever was in your geography yeah. for the price. And that can really be a, a hindrance when it comes to the, how high you're going to go. Now with this world looking at buying, and like you said, your international interest. We do. So we've sold equipment to every state in the nation, uh, 13 different countries. Uh, they continue to buy, and, and we, we're not in the shipping business, but we help advocate for some of that and set people up with the right people. Right. Um, you know, a tractor can go anywhere nowadays. You know, and we talk about the world reach that the Steffes Group has, but in the real world of doing business, it's all about the people. Uh, they have people in Wisconsin that will come and meet with you. You know, so that element of the human contact is not lost with you guys. No, it is not. And business is done face-to-face -face at the kitchen table. That's who we are. We're farmers just like you. That's how we grow up. And, and we, we take this really serious. I mean, you spent a lifetime uh, building your farm and all that. And, and when it's time to sell, you get one shot at it. Yeah. There's no do-overs. Yeah. There's none of that. And, and it is just, we take that very seriously. And we want to do it right the first time. Ashley Hugh, and along with me at Wisconsin Farm Technology Days, the Steffes Group, ready to help you, whether it's land, uh, whether it's your entire estate, whether it's tractors, equipment, whatever it is, they've been selling it for years. Find out more, steffesgroup.com, S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com. You can also call them toll-free, 800-726-8609, the Steffes Group.
Have you ever put brats on the grill or maybe you've been a guest at somebody else's backyard barbecue and all of a sudden you find they shrink? Well, guess what? These brats don't shrink. Fabulous farm-made Pam Yankee here for Bavaria Sausage Kitchen. They're located in Fitchburg, but everybody can shop online, BavariaSausage.com, or find them on Facebook, Bavaria Sausage. They've got so many different types of brats for you to try, and they'll ship them to you so that you can enjoy them in your backyard. Fully cooked, gluten-free, ready to grill, and these brats won't shrink. You'll have an opportunity to pair it up with an outstanding German bun, some of that kraut, and, of course, German mustard. Find it all available online, BavariaSausage.com, their Facebook page, Bavaria Sausage, or stop by their retail location on the corner of Nesbitt Road, Fitchrona Road in Fitchburg. Open Monday through Friday, 9 until 5. When you stop by, tell them the farm babe sent you. Wisconsin Farm Bureau helps our organization advocate for agriculture by putting us at the table with the right individuals. I've heard a lot of times that if you're not at the table, you're on the menu when it comes to ag policy. We need people to help us make the right connections, get in front of the right people and policymakers that are affecting decisions that impact agriculture. WFBF.com. You should look them up. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture. Wisconsin Farm Bureau. Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual Insurance is a proud sponsor of the Wisconsin State Fair. As a thank you for your support, they're giving away State Fair tickets. Visit RuralMutual.com slash win and enter to win State Fair tickets. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Well, this heat is going to be something to deal with not only today, but right on through the weekend. And that means that farmers have to slow down and take time not only to take care of their livestock, but take care of yourself, take care of your employees. Andrew Beckett is with Ready Wisconsin, and he said when it gets excessive heat and humidity, you have to pay attention to your body. Well, obviously, anytime the temperature climbs like this, we have serious concerns about people basically exposing themselves to these temperatures and, and potentially becoming ill or, or suffering life-threatening complications due to heat illness, you know, things like heat stroke or heat exhaustion. And we really encourage people to you know, limit their time outdoors in direct sunlight, make sure they're drinking plenty of fluids, and they're watching for signs of illness, things like a extremely high body temperature, a red hot, dry skin without sweating, a strong, rapid pulse, and if they start to feel dizzy or confused, if there's somebody they're with lose consciousness, they need to know to take action quickly and call 911. Andrew Beckett with Ready Wisconsin. They've got a great bunch of resources on their website about how to manage through the heat and also prepare for severe weather. Go to readywisconsin.wi.gov. Mark, it's a little mixed overnight. December corn still down five at five ninety. November beans are down thirteen right now at thirteen forty five. September wheat is up seven, currently at eight nineteen. Yesterday in Chicago, bear and block cheese were both unchanged, but double A butter dropped two and a half cents to two ninety four a pound. The August milk, that's down six this morning at twenty forty a hundred weight. September milk unchanged. 2044 100 weight. If you're curious, Dow Jones Industrial Average right now up about 10 points. Coming up next, busy week last week for Wisconsin's Beef Council at Wisconsin Farm Technology Days, and now they're getting busy for a busy school year working in the classroom. Details coming up. 
This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. Sometimes it's nice to let the kids have their own space downstairs. It's also pretty awesome to expand that basement into usable living space or entertainment area. Actuate Improvement will transform your basement into a livable area everyone can enjoy. Actuate Improvement is a full-service design and remodeling company specializing in kitchens, baths, and basements. Let's get the conversation started with a complimentary estimate, consultation, and suggestions. ActuateLLC.com. Design. Create. Actuate. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, the Marines. You want new floors, but you're not sure if you can do it yourself. With Wiseway Flooring designers and technicians, you'll have the knowledge and confidence to complete the job for a fraction of what you might think. I'm Mike Yenser at Wiseway Flooring, inviting you to visit our showroom in Watertown, Lake Mills, and Oconomowoc. See how our helpful hints might be the right thing for you. Commercial or residential, the wise have it. Log on to INeedFlooringNow.com. You can hear her clearly, even in a barn full of cows. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. It's time again for Checkoff Chat. That conversation brought to you courtesy of your beef checkoff dollars that are managed by the Wisconsin Beef Council. Don't forget, that includes you dairy producers that market uh, animals, your cull cows, your calf market. And speaking of markets, it's also brought to you courtesy of Equity Cooperative Livestock, proud sponsor of Checkoff Chats. You can visit equitycoop.com to find out more about marketing opportunities there, celebrating 100 years. Joining us now is the communications coordinator for the Wisconsin Beef Council. That's Angie Hork, and the staff has been very, very busy attending conferences and uh, big events. I caught up with Angie at uh, Wisconsin Farm Technology Days for a couple minutes. Uh, just because it's summertime uh, does not mean that you folks at the Beef Council are not staying engaged in every facet of where beef goes, and that includes still coordinating projects with classrooms. Explain that, Angie. Yeah, you know what? We have a great in the classroom grant program. Um, I couldn't tell you exactly how many years we've been doing it, but it's been quite a while now. But um, we reached 130 classrooms this past school year. So that's uh, fall of 2021 and the spring semester of 2022. Um, we actually funded... Um, 130 classrooms uh, to help them buy beef. So um, family and consumer science teachers, um, pro-start teachers, those culinary classes that we are seeing a lot more now in Wisconsin high schools, uh, prepping students to go into the food service industry. 
um, we reached those teachers with some funds to help them buy beef. So they actually um, could go out to the supermarket or their local meat market and um, buy beef, and then the students got to work with it through the year. Yeah, and that's uh, that pen really does bring benefits because obviously a lot of those classrooms are financially challenged, especially in this day and time, might be a little challenging for them to bring beef. And you don't really limit. It's not like you say this has got to be hamburger. You let the teachers, those uh, culinary instructors, kind of decide how to channel that purchase, right? We do, definitely. And, um, you know, going back through our evaluations from the year that the teachers need to um, submit their receipts with a, a full evaluation of the program, there's so many great comments that um, a lot of these teachers wouldn't be able to go out and actually buy beef for the classroom because they have such limited resources. Um, and with the price of beef these days, it's a little bit higher than we've seen in the past. Um, but this grant um, actually gives them the opportunity to um, go out and buy burger, buy steaks, buy roasts. Um, if you go through the evaluations, they're using about every beef cut you can think of, short ribs, flank steak, um, of course, ground beef. And and then also, too, in these comments, sometimes it's the first time that these kids get to actually cook beef. Um, so that's great to see, too. And we're reaching the whole state. Um from urban Milwaukee schools to um, all of, you know, it's open to every school in um, the state of Wisconsin. And we kind of, we've got the whole state covered with 130 classes. And we reached 9,300 students and we almost doubled our reach from last year. So it, this program keeps blooming and building and expanding. It's just so great to see. Um, it's an it's amazing use of our checkoff dollars. Now, do you see uh, repeat schools, or are you seeing quite often new interest in uh, the grant program? I would say both. Um, We definitely have repeat teachers um, because they, they, once they sign up for this grant um, and they get the resources too, you know, and also I haven't mentioned yet, but we send them cut chart posters for their classroom and some confident cooking handouts for the students to take home, uh, take home to mom and dad, and then they can have the recipes at home. Once they get this, the resources and the money, uh, the funding, they we do have definitely have repeat teachers. And then also, I think um, as each year, as the program um, blossoms, that the word of mouth is spreading too through the teaching community. They're like, Hey, don't, you know, make sure you watch out for that beef in the classroom grant. Don't miss that here in the fall. Um, so yeah, I mean, we like doubled our reach this year. Wow. So, um, yeah, it's, it's both repeat and new teachers. So, and geographically speaking, I mean, I'm thinking that some beef producers might say, well, yeah, but only urban schools have uh, culinary classes or those kinds of pro start teams. What kind of geography do you see covered? Uh, we are covering the whole state from Superior High School um, to Cuba City High School um, to um, Martin Luther King High School in Milwaukee. We're covering the whole state. And it's open to all all um, family and consumer science teachers, uh, culinary teachers, and then also to ag teachers. So um, those ag teachers and FFA instructors, if they also have a beef class or um, – a class where this beef grant would fit into their curriculum, 
um, we we will fund them also. Um, our funding is based on the number of students. So if um, they're going to reach, you know, up to, you know, over 150 students, they'll get um, more funding than if maybe they're only going to reach 50. So that's kind of our only parameter there. It's it's based on the number of students, but we fund classrooms down to um, 10 okay, and up to over 300. So. Super, yeah. Angie Horkins along with us if you're just joining us. This is Checkoff Chat, brought to you courtesy of your Beef Checkoff Dollars. Wisconsin Beef Council manages those dollars, and, of course, Angie is communications director there, and also by our friends at the Equity Cooperative Livestock uh, Sales Association. They are a proud sponsor of Checkoff Chats. Find out more about how they're celebrating 100 years at equitycoop.com. Just want to pivot for a minute, Angie, and help people understand it's not just about these individual class grants where beef checkoff dollars are being invested. Uh, last conversation I had with Tammy Voss, an executive director, you folks also work very, very closely with school nutrition professionals, not just on the nutrition message, but also on trying to help them get more beef into those school lunch programs. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of a new venture for us, but we um, Tammy's been working with that organization, trying to hook up local um, producers with their school districts um, and try and get that uh, that direct marketing of beef into the school districts. You know, you kind of say, oh, that's a great idea. Um, why haven't we been doing that, you know, forever? But there's a lot of hoops you got to jump through and a lot of logistics, um, dot the I's and cross the T's. So it's definitely something the Wisconsin Beef Council is stepping in and hopefully we can help facilitate that because mm-hmm. um, that's just a win-win for everyone, for right. our school districts, our students, and, of course, our beef farmers. Right. Well, and, you know, like we said, those lunch leaders, those school lunch administrators, they've got challenges, too. They've got nutrition guidelines they must meet, and they've got some uh, specifics as far as ingredients that they have access to. So those partnerships, uh, you're not only, like you said, helping nutrition, you've got a story to tell students as well. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's um, that'll be a great story to tell them that this beef that they're having for lunch just came from, you know, a beef mm-hmm. farmer in the county or the next county over. It's it's a great opportunity. So hopefully we can keep working on that, and we can keep growing our beef in the classroom grant program. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as the funding's there, the the teachers they're um, responding. they're responding, and they they desperately want and need that that money. Excellent. Angie Horkin, along with us for Checkoff Chat, like we said, talking about how your beef checkoff dollars are being invested to expand your audience, if you will, as far as consumers that understand the nutrition value of beef, how that beef can be prepared, different cuts, etc. And now working very closely with those classrooms that just received those grant monies, uh, more than 9,000 students that will be reached with this latest investment. Want to find out more? Want to learn more on how you can work with the Wisconsin Beef Council? Simple to go do. Go to beeftips.com or Wisconsin Beef Council on uh, social media and you'll get connected there. Again, Checkoff Chats brought to you courtesy of your Beef Checkoff.